Welcome to Boost Power Podcast. Inspiration, insights, and ideas for your business and your journey. Welcome to Boost Power Podcast. I'm your host, Betsy Wiersma. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. Oh my gosh, that gives you so much power to learn something new, meet somebody new, have some new kind of fun, and just embrace this gift we have called Another Day Around the Sun. Today, I have two guests on Boost Power Podcast. It's a double, it's a double whammy with Heather and Susie, who are my partners in doing good in the world as we work together on some coursework and we cook up all kinds of things for youth. Welcome to the show, Heather and Susie. Thank Hello, you, Betsy. We're so glad to have you. Um, so to be started, there's so many great things about both of you. We could do 100 podcasts for 1,000 hours and not get through all the great accolades and everything you guys have done uh, and all the new things that you're inventing, which is what I really want to talk about today. But let's just start with Heather. Give everybody just a little Heather overview bio. Um, Heather, take it away. All right. Hello, people. My name is Heather LaMontagne, and I have been a marketer for an embarrassing amount of time, just decades, right? And I always kind of felt like, hmm, there's something more I can do. And so I had a, a hand analysis of all crazy things. It's all data-driven. But the end result of that was that I was meant to help people, which I already knew. I have friends telling me I should be a therapist, et cetera. My dad's a psychologist, by the way. So anyway, I was inspired during the pandemic to reinvent myself and follow my heart and get certified. Um, I actually got connected to Susie through a friend and I did the same exact certification course that she did on the on the journey right after she did um, to be a certified youth resilience and mentor coach. Wow. And the crowd goes as a mother of a recently almost done being a teenager. She's 19, yeah, I guess that's still counts. 19 and 17. Woo! Yes, yes, yes. Right in the middle, in the middle of adolescence, Betsy, because adolescence lasts until about age 26. Mm -hmm. Oh, I think I can't figure out if I'm happy or sad about that. I was kind of hoping <laughs> that when she turned 20, bingo, she was out of her <laughs> teens. But um, I digress. We'll get back to that. So Heather, motivated and inspired, reinvented during the pandemic. Uh, we're so happy to have you on Boost Power Podcast. Next up, Susie, who I met when she walked into a camp experience networking meeting, and I it was love at first sight. I love <laughs> Susie. So tell them about you. Okay. Well, thank you for having me, Betsy. Um, yes, this journey started for me um, when I became a youth leader years ago. I was curious how I always heard middle school was such a dreadful time. And I have a 26-year-old and a 28-year-old. And so my son was a sixth grader and I they needed somebody to come help on a retreat. Um, and I was like, okay, well, this is great because I've heard about middle school and I'm just going to go see what this is all about. So I jumped in head first, um, spent the weekend with, um, I had was in charge of like eight girls and it was Wow, so much fun. And then I was hooked. So I was a youth leader for these girls from sixth grade, and now they're 28 years old, and I'm still with them. There's six of them, and it has just been the joy of my life, and I have loved it, and I've learned so much from them. And um, then I've decided to become a youth leader. Just, I mean, I've decided to become a 
um, youth coach. And so that's how I started that. And really it goes back to when I was younger, just from my own upbringing and different um, adversities, I thought, wow, if I can get through it, then lots of teens can get through it. And I was just motivated to want to help them with life skills and social skills, perseverance, resilience. And so here I am and uh, it's challenging every day, but I absolutely love it. Well, let's go back through that a little bit, because what I love to do on Boost Power Podcast is really talk about your personal story, because lots of people listen and, you know, they're either reinventing, like Heather just mentioned, or they're trying to hook up their passion and their purpose. You know, instead of just having a job, they kind of want to make a difference for someone. And that's what both of you guys are doing so well. So if you look back, was there a pivotal moment in your childhood? And we'll go back to Heather first where you either kind of got the seed idea that like, you know, going through this stuff myself, it's going to help others, or maybe with your own children, was there a moment that kind of sparked you other than, you know, a good palm reading, which who who wants to <laughs> yeah. leave that out? But there must have been some things that that palm reading, you know, got you into action. Well, again, I mentioned my father was a psychologist. And so I grew up with that kind of constant self-awareness because he would tell me things that, you know, were almost, almost too mature for who I was. But I think the thing that struck me that I remember, and I didn't really get it at the time, but looking back on it, it's really made me reflect and appreciate his insights was, you know, he told me at a very, in, in high school, based on the, the judgments I was making and the, and the boys I was dating, he said, honey, I think you're a little codependent. And he went on to explain the term and tell me what that was Codependent. Okay. I would not know what that was in high school. Codependent. It means you're dependent on others being dependent on you. Oh. So uh, it's very insightful. And I thought, gosh, you know, that, that, that actually was really good to learn, even though I was kind of defensive and poopy about it at the time. But I think as an adult, I've looked back on moments like that when, you know, my dad would kind of give me insights and advice and realize how lucky I was. And um, it's so important, I think, to have that mentorship um, and even non-parent mentors. You know, there's all these studies that talk about the kids that succeed are the ones that have non-parent mentors. And it's not because the parent, there's something wrong with the parents always. It's just that, you know, kids, they like to listen to others, not necessarily their parents. They amen. need that objectivity. Amen. And, amen, yeah. and amen. Awesome. Well, you know, I probably never even know as an adult that much about codependency, although I probably resemble that remark now that you say it. So we'll have to have a session after this. But let's go over to Susie. So Susie, it's the youth being the youth coach slash mentor for the girls you mentioned. But what about you as a kid? Um, is there something from your childhood that you, you know, is kind of that seed, that spark, the thing that got you going toward this? Yes. Um, you know, it was so growing up when I was little, kind of from one to seven, um, my dad left. So my mom was on her own with my brother, my three brothers and myself. So my formative years were pretty much raising myself. My brothers were not interested in raising me. My mom had to work three jobs. She wasn't home. So I really had to learn a lot um, on my own. And, you know, back then, too, there wasn't as much supervision as there is today. So you just kind of had to figure things out on your own. And there's just a really funny story that I 
remember riding my bike. By this time I was seven, my mom married my stepdad and we were living a more stable life. But I remember riding my banana seat bike with my handlebars and I kept running into the back of cars. And I would be looking to the left or looking to the right and pedaling along and not realizing, okay, you need to look forward to not hit a car, the back of a parked car. Well, by the third time, you know, flying up onto the back of a car, I was like, okay, Susie, you know, you've got it. You have to look forward and you're not going to hit a car anymore. And so I think in life, that's what has to kind of happen that you, it's trial and error and you, you have to learn these things and you have to persevere and you have to have resilience. And so I had a lot of those moments and today I'm not seeing that as much in our kids. I'm not seeing them having these opportunities to really persevere. They're scheduled a ton. And so they need a little more guidance and help. And that's what Heather and I want to do is help them find that answer within themselves. And so just sometimes those experiences that I had when I was young and trial and error figuring out on my own. And then um, some things that happened in high school. And when I met these girls in sixth grade, and then when I went through high school with them, I remember just loving doing life with them. And it gave me kind of a second chance and I healed a ton through their experiences. And it was so wonderful. And so I just want to give that to other kids. And again, I think that mentorship is critical. And um, so that is really kind of what catapulted me. I really wanted to give back from some of my trials because I know that I am a different and better person from all that adversity. And so I want other kids to realize their unique gifts. Um, you know, there's a lot of self-esteem stuff happening now. And so um, just want to be there to help reassure them and find that purpose within themselves. Yeah, I, I so relate to what you're talking about. We were the family that my dad had a kind of midlife job crisis. He had always worked for himself. And in the middle of fourth, fifth, and sixth grade, he took a J-O-B job and worked for the man. And he took a corporate job that moved us to North Carolina, first, first to Michigan for training. So we were the new kids of Michigan, didn't know a soul. I kissed my first boy. I remember Ricky Keeley was spin the bottle, just saying, okay, next. Then we got ripped out of that after eight months. So we just had made friends down to North Carolina. And I had a Midwestern accent. I had straight, I big bell boy, bell bottom jeans that I painted mushrooms on. They all had straight leg pants. I had short hair. They had long hair. And they told me, Yankee, go home in sixth oh. grade. Yankee, go home. And I was like, what? Like human beings are calling me a Yankee from the Civil War? And this was in the 1970s? And I was like, don't you want to go to Girl Scouts and play Barbies? And they were so mean to me that I wrote books and painted my walls and did crafts. And now look at me today. I'm an artist. Wow. And I, isn't that funny that some in the adversity that you are helping so many youth get through is when you find some, maybe a, a kernel of who you turn out to be one day. Well, we're going to go to break real fast. I know you don't want me to go to break. You want to spend more time with Heather and Susie, but they will also be right back. You are listening to Boost Power Podcast with your host, Betsy Weersma. We are part of the Global Sisterhood Podcast Network women who amplify their voices and are committed to inspiring all people with podcasts on purpose. Enjoy these true stories and proven business tips for your business and your life. Now, back to Boost. 
We're back. Now you're all having flashbacks to your youth. You're all thinking about the time the thing happened. Um, so I want to talk about today and your dedication with all the products you have as being youth life coaches. So um, go ahead. Let's go back, Heather. So give us a little overview of your company and the kind of projects you do. Because again, when I first met you, I first met Susie. She told me all about you. I had so wished I knew you when my daughter was home. Now she's away at college, you know, to really have had uh, uh, that other voice that you guys were talking about. So Heather, give us a little overview. Yeah, absolutely. So in a nutshell, we help young adults build resilience and mental wellness to avoid the mental crisis that they all seem to be having right now. They are so easily swayed or super vulnerable to bullying such that, or or even, you know, cyberbullying or mean girls or mean boys on social media saying something that hurts them. And then they go down this rabbit hole and then they are really in, you know, a distressed moment. Whereas what we try to do is work with our clients to, you know, build self-awareness, uh, show them their internal superpowers, make them aware of their strengths and all of the great things that they are so that they can then build that confidence and build self-compassion and get rid of some of the, that circling voice in your head that says all the crappy things to you. And they have, you know, a way out of that kind of cycle. Um, and so just what we do, you know, programming wise, um, Susie and I both offer private one-on-one -on -one coaching, uh, life coaching and, uh, with, you know, with clients and that's amazing. I mean, the growth there is, is immense. So those clients go through a, a three month period of, you know, once a week meeting with us, you know, sessions are about a half an hour, 45 minutes, you know, which is nothing in the grand scheme of things. Um, we also have a group programming and we are building an online program, uh, 12 sessions of life skills, critical life skills that uh, kids will be able to take off of our website online and just watch these videos and learn awesome things and have takeaways. And then obviously we have this amazing new um, product that we built with you, Betsy, called Move Ideas Into Action for Youth. And any of you out there in the audience land who have done the class, Move Ideas in Action, imagine how valuable that is for a young adult to take part of and we're encouraging a parent or a mentor to do it along with their young adult so that it's just a bonding experience they're getting more out of it you're learning more they're learning more etc so that's kind of an overview of what we do did i get it all Susie? i think um, you, you did. did a good and job i think Maybe go Susie, ahead, yeah, I was just going to say, I think uh, maybe Susie, you can go in a little bit and tell everyone about Move Ideas into Action for Youth. Um, it's one of your many, many programs, and you could go back and talk about those. But I'm so happy because I had this vision of adults that just always feel stuck that their ideas are in their head and they can't get them from their head and their heart into the world. And so I had that inspiration uh, during the end of COVID in 2020, in the middle end, I don't know if COVID's ever ending, but in spring of 2020 to put together a six part course for 
really any people, but not based for youth. But your translation into the youth market, I think, is so exciting. So take it away, Susie. Tell us all about that. Okay. Well, you know, today um, our kids have a lot of things and distractions in front of them that keep them from really dreaming, right? So in their free time, they may get on social media and then they may get on video games and things like that. And so dreaming is something that they may not really be thinking about. Some of the kids I work with, you know, not really sure about purpose. They don't really know what like fires them up. And so in this program, it's really great. We have four sessions. Um, the first session, it's really about just honing their ideas, writing stuff down, just kind of thinking about their purpose and what gets them up in the morning and what fires them up. And so we there's that's the first session. OK, and then um, within that, we have the video that we from you that with moving and um and then the second session is more about a dream board and them them physically, you know, cutting things out and seeing what really that they love and putting that together and being able to see that and have that finished product. And then in the third session, it's more about a vision box. And again, they, they make that and they'll put um, they can put different quotes or different activities, things like that that they love to do. And um, and then we have worksheets with these sessions. And then on the fourth session, they have a dream big journal that they work on. And so that's about how they reflect and think about how they're feeling and work through emotions and things like that. And then also with some goal setting. So we're really hoping that between if it's a parent or a mentor and these kids who are our future leaders of our country or the world, um, that they will leave thinking about what they want to give back into the world with their unique gifts. So I think it's going to be good for the parents or mentors, great for the kids. So we're just really excited about it. Yes. And I got to think, if I look back to my youth, the thing that kept me out of serious drugs, alcohol, going down that path was I was so excited about the yearbook. And the layout, because I, you know, if you look back, it was kind of artsy. You know, I loved the yearbook. And then when I was in college, I even went on the yearbook staff and got to travel. So there was that passion. I think that it was more fun to have the high of being a leader of the yearbook than it for me than it was to be stoned and sitting around <sighs> eating potato chips. Yeah. Uh, not that I didn't have a moment of chips or two, but um, <laughs> I, I think it was the passion and the dreams that you guys are really, you know, connecting to, especially as I see my daughter in this age of electronics. I, I just am so afraid that her neck, when she gets to 30 or 40, is going to hurt forever from that terrible position of looking down at her phone. Um, yes. So I think this is a very exciting time. And what other trends do you guys see? you know, for parents to, to like, come to you to learn more about, about helping like maybe a kid that doesn't want to do a class right now. How do you start to break that, you know, the crustiness of the uh, teenager? Do you guys have any uh, examples for people listening that, like me, have been through this? Well, absolutely. I mean, um, you know, just simple things, um, like listening, you know, I, I think as parents, we're, we get into the rut of being so directional and so all about what you need to do next and listen to me and here you go and why aren't you listening and here, do, 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 do. whereas if a kid feels validated just a little bit every day by, you know, you making a comment like, oh, 
well, tell me more about that. Tell me about your friend. And, you know, just asking more, being inquisitive, asking them about their ideas, validating their thoughts so that then, you know what, they're going to share with you a lot more if you, if they're seeing this new version of you being open and listening and not always immediately reacting and telling them how to do it better or what they should have done, hear them out. Don't, don't insert yourself. So that, that's kind of the big one I would say is um, you can act like a coach a little bit at home sometimes. Don't go immediately into that directiveness. Just listen and they will actually respond. Awesome. That sounds like yeah. a good tip. Okay, Susie, what's your best tip for everyone listening that either could probably use these same things with a spouse? Just say, right, you know, right, listening right. probably is a good skill for all of us. Yeah, well, obviously, there's a reason we have two ears and one mouth, right? We need to listen more and speak less. However, I will say that I think something that's timeless, I mean, my kids are older, and I would say that today's kids um, by a certain age, up to 18, like they're the first generation that's been completely raised on technology. So I empathize with parents. I mean, that is challenging. However, I still think one of the things I did when my kids were younger, um, when I was trying to kind of manipulate their time a little bit without them knowing, um, you know, one thing is to unplug from technology would be to plan a weekend trip to go somewhere where there is no um no um, Wi-Fi code or there's no Wi-Fi, there's no internet. And so you just take a little rugged little trip and you go somewhere for three days and you completely unplug. And I really found that that is when the kids really can open up and can be stepped back and come out of the fog of technology. And then you can really see how they're blossoming just on that little time away. I know sometimes it can be hard, but it's so valuable. And then you can really learn from that about um, how to monitor some of these technological things and scheduling and things like that when you just have the time together. So I know sometimes it's hard with people's schedules, but I really highly recommend that um, while they're in middle school or high school to be able to find that time to unplug. Yeah. And this, see, that goes back to you supervising the getaway trip that turned on your passion for being with those kids. So I know everybody could listen to this for like a day and now they all want to have a call-in show so they can ask their individual questions. So just uh, <laughs> tell everyone how to find your practice, your consulting practice, and then um, I'll have Heather talk about that. And then um, Susie will talk about any other thing we missed. So uh, we didn't miss this moment. So Heather, tell them how to find you. Yes, yes. Our website is Youth Life skillscoach.com kind of goes back to what we were saying about life skills that they don't teach in school um, that kids really need when they launch out of the house and into adulting. All right. Youth life skills coach.com. Okay. Susie. And um, from there, you're going to be able to find all your different products, including the link to move ideas into action for youth. Uh, Susie, what else did we miss? Did we miss anything? Well, I did just want to say, um, I want, I really want parents to know, mentors, um, foster parents, whoever, if you have these kids, and if you want to do some coaching with us, um, it is custom. So we will talk each week. Um, we do work on the goals and see what the child wants to accomplish within, you know, the three months. And so we really customize the program for each 
um, adolescent that we work with. So I just want parents to know that. And then we offer opportunities to check in with the parents, um, see how they think things are going. And because sometimes parents want some advice along the way. So we're also the, um, there to do that with our programs. So again, it's just customized. And um, I just want parents to know that as well as our online program that we're working on. Awesome. And because every teenager is customized. <laughs> Right. They yeah. all have their own things. And I as much as I laugh about my daughter being so strong willed, I think that will serve her in life. And she is managing to go to college in a foreign country during COVID and her appendix burst and she figured it out and, you know, paying the uh, light bill and paying her rent in Italian. Um, but all those things, I just I look forward to when Sarah's 30 looking back and having these conversations, you know, about where she got these life skills, uh, because I wasn't lucky enough to know you guys. So I wholeheartedly tell you, if you're listening, not only can you get great resources for you and your family and the, the kiddos you care about, but these women are amazing. They're dedicated, they're creative, they're loving, and they're super fun. And it's been a blast to partner with them on this first project. And I hope many, many more as we all stand for this youth of the world, because they are the future. And our job is to give them the tools to dream big and to live their best lives and to be passionate and have fun and all the things that will balance out uh, a, a good, healthy, loving life. And that's what everyone deserves. So you have been listening to Boost Power Podcast. Our job is to make you realize that today is the first day of the rest of your life. So you have that power. You can make that change. And there's a reason you heard today's episode. Maybe it's for you. Maybe it's for a friend. So please subscribe to Boost on any of your favorite podcast apps and also give us a rating and share us with anyone who needs to plug in for some positive energy and some fun. I am your host, Betsy Wiersma. Thank you for listening to Boost Power Podcast and plugging in stories from the journey of life and business. Our music is by award-winning singer-songwriter Megan Burt, and we're produced at the Cinder Sound Studios in Colorado. We are part of the Global Sisterhood Podcast Network, people committed to podcasts on purpose that are designed to uplift and inspire. Please subscribe to Boost on your favorite podcast platform and tell your friends to join us. Learn more, BetsyWearsma.com.